You are listening to The Whole Half with Anna the Holy Banana. My goal is to keep it real by sharing it all and holding space for others to do the same. And welcome back to the Whole Half Podcast. My name is Anna. I am your host, and I am very excited to be bringing you this podcast episode. I have kind of been building up some hype about it for a couple weeks now um, since I shared that I was going to Disney, and I just had this thought of how many people go to Disney and actually share about their experience from the perspective of like a health-minded human. You know, so I thought that this would be helpful and I knew it would be fun for me to do. So I've kind of written out my notes on what I want to share about our Disney trip. Mike and I just took the trip from the 10th to the 17th. So Sunday to Sunday, we just got home a couple days ago and it was an experience. So I'm going to share about that in this podcast episode. And honestly, this will help you if you are going to Disney, if you're going on a trip, if you're doing really anything that's kind of like a mainstream vacation, how to navigate it and how to like healthify it, so to say. Um, I mean, we weren't perfect by any means. We definitely had some hiccups here and there and I'll share about those in this episode, but that's to give you an idea of what we're going to get into. So To start, I want to give you kind of a rundown of the trip, what we did each day, and yeah, just kind of give you an overview of the day. So Sunday, we flew out at about six o'clock. So we got driven to the airport. We left Loyo with his caretakers for the week. He loves his Uncle Matt and Aunt Maddie. He like gets so excited to go see them that he doesn't even like want to come home at the point that we have to pick him up. (laughs) But we got him off to their place and then we took off for the airport and we flew um, from Albany to Orlando, Florida. And the flight was about two and a half hours. It actually was shorter than I anticipated. Um, But before we got on the flight, we confirmed the hotel We made sure that we could get groceries delivered. So we wound up booking a Homewood Suites that was like two and a half miles away from Disney Springs. And what we did was we made sure there was a kitchen there and we kind of planned out to do a certain amount of meals at our hotel so that we weren't eating out so much. Now, I will say the execution of that wasn't perfect. We ate out more than anticipated. But before we got on the flight on Sunday, we did a Whole Foods order and confirmed that when it was delivered to the hotel, they would hold it for us before we got there. So it was there when we got to the hotel. We probably got to the hotel at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock on Sunday night, and our groceries were there. We unpacked them into the fridge, got settled, and went right to bed because we were starting out the next day at Epcot first thing in the morning for opening at 9 a.m. So that was super helpful to be able to order groceries, and the hotel was super helpful in that. We did it again a couple days later. Actually, I did it just the next morning when I first... No, I put an order through Sunday night when we got there because we realized we forgot to order a couple things that we still needed. Um, And that order came the next morning. And we had a little issue because there were so many hotels in the area that they got delivered to another hotel and we didn't get everything for like 
24 hours, but it worked out and we found everything, but it was pretty easy to get groceries delivered. Um, so good to know that we can do that. We don't live in upstate New York where we live. Grocery delivery isn't really a thing. So it was kind of like a luxury that people were delivering our groceries. It was kind of weird. Not going to lie. We're behind the times where I live, but um, it was fun and very convenient that we were able to load up on some of the staples. So to give you an idea of what we did load up on for our kitchen back at the hotel, we got cheese, raw cheese. Um, I got some cottage cheese. I ordered some ground beef. We got a couple dozen eggs. We did plain Greek yogurt, um, bananas. What else did we get? Mike got some electrolytes to put in his water throughout the day at the parks. And I think I got a clean, yeah, I got a clean toothpaste because I didn't have any here. And who knew that you can't go to the grocery store and get a clean toothpaste that is a travel size. You can only get them in like the massive quantities. So I got that. Yeah, um, that's pretty much what we got. We didn't go too crazy at the store because, again, we weren't going to eat at the hotel too much, but I wanted enough staples that, like, we could make a meal if we wanted to. Oh, I got honey, too. Honey is a staple card for us. So that's what we did Sunday night. And then Monday morning, we got up nice and early. I got up and did a workout. I don't know why. I woke up at, like, 5 o'clock that morning and just couldn't sleep. I think I was too excited. Um, and so I went to the gym, and we were up and at them after that. We had a breakfast, like a brunch reservation that day at Epcot at La Creperie um, in France in Epcot. I said that horribly, La Creperie de Paris. <laughs> that's where we went. Sorry, my French did not come out properly there. Um, but that's where we ate. So we got to the park at like nine. We did a couple rides. We had time to, yeah, we had time to do a couple rides. And then we went to the Creperie for breakfast, kind of like breakfast, brunch. Um, so I believe I did have a carnivore bar before heading out in the morning just to prioritize my protein because, hey, crepes are heavy in carbs and protein is super crucial for your energy staying up, your body being supported. So I had a carnivore bar and then had crepes at La Creperie. Now, this gets me into the conversation of was it hard to eat out with the way that I eat so clean at home? Yes, it was. I did the best that I could. The creperie was actually one of the easiest places. And Disney, surprisingly, like all of the restaurants that we went to inside of Disney. Actually, I don't think we ate outside of Disney. We didn't. They were all inside of Disney. They were so helpful in trying to accommodate. They couldn't do everything because sometimes it comes down to like, all right, well, this is how we do it. And we either can or can't. But Creperie especially, they were very willing to cook my crepes in butter instead of canola oil. And just overall, my experience there was very positive. But the crepes were phenomenal. If you're ever in Epcot, I highly recommend going to La Creperie de Paris. Um, they also did galettes, which are the savory crepes made with buckwheat flour, which I was so excited to go here because when I studied abroad in France, I was in the Normandy area, which is like southwest of Paris. Um, so they were very unique to that area of France that I visited. So it felt a little bit like going home there, even though we were in Florida in Disney. It was a touch of my experience there brought to um, our trip in Disney, and it was super fun. So that's what we did first thing on Monday morning. Then we went around and did more of the rides, saw more things, kind of um, explored the park. And then we had a dinner reservation at 5 o'clock at the Cellier in the Canada 
region in Epcot. And that was actually really good. It was a steakhouse. We had steak. We had, I think we had mussels there. Um, There was a squash that was the side to my steak that I ordered, and it was phenomenal. I believe it was the Kaboka squash. I actually bought one on my way home at the Whole Foods that we stopped at because I loved it so much. I was like, I need this again. It was so, so good. Um, But our waitress there was, again, phenomenal, helping me. She cooked it in butter instead of oil. And so I really say, like, overall, they really were helpful um, at Disney whenever I brought it up. So that was Monday. We I, That was the day I got my henna. If you saw my stories, I got henna. I actually, <laughs> funny story about my henna. I have kind of wanted a tattoo for a couple years now. I've wanted the, the tattoo breathe with a semicolon after it on my wrist as like a reminder to myself to take a deep breath and carry on. And that like, I'm not done yet. Like there's let's keep going. Um, but I've never really known if I'm going to love having a tattoo. I didn't know if I, I hate needles. So even getting to that point, I didn't know if I could handle, but getting the henna kind of confirmed that I'm not a tattoo person because she finished and she was like, all right, let it dry. Let it crumble off on its own. Don't try to pick it off. And I kind of got panicky that there was something on my hand that was going to last there for, I didn't know how long, like anywhere from like one to three weeks. And it kind of made me anxious. And so I realized I was like, Mike, I don't think I'm a tattoo person because this is making me super anxious that there's something on my skin that I can't get off. So that was helpful, I guess, that I did that experience first before going and getting a tattoo. But it was fun having the henna. I had the Um, design called Peace and she had like a book of like 75 different designs and I told her I was like okay I'll do the piece and I like turned it towards her so that she could use it and she just closed it and did it by memory I was like you know all of these that's crazy so that was super fun that's one of the experiences that I uh I had at Epcot that was super cool we got a lot of steps in that day I will highlight a couple of the rides if you're looking for like ride ideas in Epcot. Just one second. My dog is deciding to chew his bone right now. I don't know if you could hear that, but he always decides on that bone when I'm doing things that I actually need the noise in the background to be quiet. He's such a goof. Anyway, so back to Epcot rides. If you are ever there, I highly suggest Guardians of the Galaxy. It was by far our favorite ride in that park. And honestly, throughout the entire week, it was one of our favorites. It was phenomenal. It was so much fun. We went through it twice. We went in the morning and then we went again at night. Now, I will recommend that if you don't really like motion and like simulators and things like that, I will recommend that you stay away from the rocket simulator. I think it was like the NASA flight one. It's right near the Guardians of the Galaxy, but we did this. So we, (laughs) I felt kind of bad because we had had such a great day. Well, unfortunately, Mike dropped his phone and smashed the screen of his phone and had to order a new phone, but that was okay. Worst thing, worst things could have happened and his phone still worked for the week. So that's fine. And he, now he's getting an iPhone 13. So that happened on Epcot Day, but really the day was phenomenal. We had so much fun. Um, and the, like where we ate was great, but this one ride, I felt so bad because we went on it last thing. Like it was the last ride that we did before going and watching the fireworks. And it was the rocket simulator, like a take flight simulator. And it emulated like G forces and everything like that. And so we were kind of nervous. Like they kind of warned us. They said like, if you're prone to motion sickness or you don't like being in enclosed spaces like you might not like this opt out 
And like, they just, I don't know, they didn't really like say how intense it was going to be. But so we sit down into this seat and then the dashboard with the controls comes and like locks us into our seat. Like rather than just like putting a seat down like a seat belt on or anything this literal wall comes towards you and kind of like locks you into your capsule and there's no getting out of this you're locked in and then the simulator tips so you're laying on your back and you're watching going up as if you're like underneath the rocket and it was not good like I had a stomach ache from dinner I'm not sure what I ate at dinner that hurt my stomach but honestly that's like pretty common for me because I eat so clean that when I go out to eat it's hard to avoid like any everything that could be in my food that I'm not used to so I had a really bad stomach ache already from eating out even though they did a really good job of like helping me where I could I had a stomach ache and this whole ride situation was not helping. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't even know how to explain the the ride beyond that. It just was super, like, enclosed, like they said, but they didn't exactly say how enclosed, which that part didn't bother me. That bothered Mike. He said that at one point he literally was going to, like, start banging to try to abort mission and get us out of this ship whatever we were in so when it finished both of us were like oh my god we didn't like that and so everyone's getting up the seat things are going up and we're getting out and the unit that I'm in gets stuck and I can't get out and I was literally like stuck like starting to have a panic attack and Mike could see it and he like hustled to find someone I was like Mike get me out of here oh my god I'm gonna freak out it did it just was a bad ride so we've promised ourselves that if we ever go back to Epcot which I'm sure we will because it was super fun um, we will never go on that ride again because it just kind of like, it was not, not good. Anyway, after that, we did go see the fireworks and that was super cool. Disney, if you've never been there, they do fireworks at almost every park every night. They don't do it at Animal Kingdom because of the animals, I learned, which is actually really cool. And I like that they don't do that. Um, but Epcot, they did fireworks and we went and watched those. And then we started moving towards the parking lot to go get an Uber to go back to the hotel. So this was like 9.15 at night and think like everyone at the park is leaving because now fireworks are over, places are closing and, and we're all leaving. So there was this tiny gift shop at the entrance of the park that, so I guess let me back up for a second. While we were walking towards the entrance, it started like drizzling, raining and then the crowd started getting deeper and bigger. And then as like we were approaching this little gift shop, which we weren't planning on going in here, but it started downpouring. And so we saw it. We were like, all right, let's go in here for a second and get shelter and get an Uber. And then the downpour turned into like a typhoon. Like I'm not exaggerating. If you saw my story, the wind was whipping left and right. People were literally afraid to go out in it because, like, there was lightning and thunder and pouring rain and wind, and it was insane. And at this point, my stomach was super hurt. Mike was super, like, off from the ride. I was off from the ride, and we had been on our feet for 12 hours. So I could technically say that we did this to ourselves, but also, like, we were at <laughs> like we had to deal with the weather and all that and like navigate getting back to the hotel um, and that part wasn't in our control our phones were also almost 
very dead. Mike's, I think, had died at this point, and we were just off of mine, and mine had, like, 5% left. So we were in this gift shop, like, trying to figure out how far the Uber lot was, where we were going to get picked up, trying to decide if we should run through it. And Mike was like, all right, well, we just need to, like, run out there. And I was so... The next morning, I could laugh about this, but at the time, it was very stressful. He said that, and I was like, but I don't want to get my shoes wet. Like, of all the things that I could have been worried about, I was whining over my shoes getting wet. And he told me the next morning, he's like, when you said that to me, I was like, how could she not be thinking about everything else that could go wrong here? Her phone dies. We never find the Uber lot. We don't get an Uber. We get stuck here. We don't have, like, <laughs> and her shoes are going to get wet. Anyway, that's where my brain went, and it's because my problem-solving skills were turned off, and I was exhausted and just, like, done for the day. So he could tell that I was, like, shutting down, so he took over. He took my phone. He found an Uber. He made us run out there. We actually ran to the wrong lot first in the pouring, drenching rain, so we were already soaked at this point. We were out there for, like, 30 seconds before we were soaked, but I was crying and <laughs> having a childish meltdown because I just was very tired and my stomach hurt and yeah, mixture of things. Anyway, so we went to the wrong lot. Some guy was like, no, you're at the wrong lot. You need to go to the other lot. So we ran across the park to the other lot. And then we were standing under this tree. The rain was still pouring down and crazy lightning. And he was on the phone talking to our Uber driver, like yelling over the phone because she couldn't hear him. And she was yelling back, like, I'm in this lot. And he's like, but we're here and we don't know where to find it. And it seemed like what was forever. Meanwhile, I'm just like crying like a baby under the tree because I just want to go to bed. <laughs> so um, we finally found the Uber. He was like, okay, I need to just figure this out. So he started running, seeing signs to like see if the numbers were going down or up. And then he was like, okay, she's at 700. We're at 500. I just need to like know which direction to go. So we finally found which direction to go. We got to that lot and we heard a car honking. We were like, what are the chances that of all people like droves of people were trying to find an uber at this point in time like droves of people leaving the park and this one car that was honking I just knew like I heard the honk and I was like I know that's ours and it was and she was amazing and she had paper towels and she was so sweet while I cried in the back seat because I was drenched and tired and it was a disaster but we got back and I prepped for bed I put my castor oil back on we got tucked in and then we fell asleep so hard. And then uh, the next morning, we had to be up and Adam for park opening again at nine. So the next day we went to Hollywood and we kind of like were laughing about the whole night before because it was a wild like you would wake up, you woke up the next morning and blue skies, sunny, like super hot. You would never think that what happened the night before even happened. Like, it was just like another world. Um, but it happened. And thankfully, we were able to laugh about it. And I apologize to Mike for being so ridiculous. <laughs> And crying about wet shoes um but we got up and we went and tackled Hollywood the next day Hollywood was honestly I I don't know there were a couple rides that I really enjoyed but Hollywood I would say like out of all of them was probably my least favorite not that I didn't like it but if I had to rank all four parks that we went to probably my least favorite um, so that morning we did do breakfast at the hotel because we had a reservation later in the day for kind of like a lunch afternoon like early dinner type thing um so we I think I made yeah I made ground beef I we had yogurt we had bananas and then I brought carnivore crisps which I brought also to Epcot but I had carnivore crisps 
in my backpack every day as a snack so that we didn't have to rely on like crap snacks from the park stands. And honestly, it was so expensive. The only thing I will admit that we kind of went way over budget on was water. And I learned my lesson here that I need to bring a water bottle that filters for me because I could have just drank the park water if I had that. But I wound up buying smart water because I don't do tap water. It's really not good for you. And we kept running out of the water that we'd bring from the morning. So I definitely need to take note on that. And that would be a huge takeaway for you if you ever do something like this. Get a purified water bottle. Um, Berkey has one. I know Dr. Haley has one that she really likes too that we've actually talked about maybe doing at a retreat once, like having that be a swag thing. But I don't know. We'll see about that. Anyway, that's totally off topic. But get get a purifying water bottle because it would really help and it's worth the investment because then you can actually drink like the water fountain water wherever you go. So that would be something that I would change going forward. Anyway, so Hollywood was fun. We had breakfast at the hotel. We got there before the gates opened and we went in. The first thing that we did was the Hollywood Tower of Terror, which I don't know if if you know what it is, you know what it is. If you don't, this is an elevator type ride where it just drops you <laughs> pretty much like you go up and then you drop down and then you go up and then you drop down and this type of ride is my worst nightmare. I warned the people standing next to me in line that I would be screaming and they'd probably need hearing aids afterwards and I don't know if you saw my stories but there was actual video capture of this experience with me in this elevator ride and the people sitting next to me were looking at each other laughing while I was screaming and it was really entertaining. Um, they thoroughly enjoyed themselves. I not so much did. I mean, actually it was a ride that I ranked pretty high up there afterwards because it was just like, I don't know, so exhilarating, but it was terrifying. <laughs> I was very, very scared for it. Um, anyway, so that was one of the ways we started our day. At this point, I will admit that I started to feel this intense fatigue set in. And I wanted to get into this, and I'll talk more about this later in the episode, but between eating out and eating so many foods that I was not normally eating at home, my body was not accustomed to, and the adrenaline boosts from all of these rides, I was a disaster. So I was going between, like, glucose spikes and then adrenaline spikes and glucose spikes and adrenaline spikes, and it was just a mess. By the afternoon of this day, I was practically falling asleep whenever we sat down. Um, so I really did struggle with my energy throughout the week following this. Um, and again, I, I know that eating out played a part in that and the just the many, many rushes of adrenaline I was getting every single day. It was pretty hard to balance. But we, I, I did the best that I could. I didn't say anything to Mike about it at first because, I don't know, I was, I was trying to figure out like what I was feeling and kind of put logic to it before I really brought it up and I definitely figured out that it was the adrenaline and the the nutrition kind of like being off um because they were like giving us bread every time we went out to eat and I don't know one of a couple of the menus were prefix which means like you get the appetizer entree and dessert and like you choose one from each category and not to say that you shouldn't enjoy yourself on vacation but Again, things that my body wasn't used to, and it was adapting, and yeah, it was just off. So I struggled with that, and again, I'll talk about that later in the episode a little bit. But 
So Hollywood, we had a lunch reservation at, oh gosh, the Derby, the Hollywood Derby. That place was actually really good. The only thing I was super disappointed about was the bone marrow that they had on their menu was cooked with canola oil. So at first I, like, I was really trying to avoid canola oil and I'll explain in a little bit why I became a little bit more lenient with that as the week went on. But, um... Yeah, I was super disappointed that they made it with canola oil. I actually held off on ordering it and felt bad because the waiter had gone to the chef and the chef was like, yeah, I'll make one from fresh without it. But then the waiter came back and said, no, I'm not comfortable. He's not comfortable doing that because um, he doesn't know how clean a canola oil he can make it. And so I was like, all right, whatever. I'm just not going to get it. And then Mike could tell that I was like pretty bummed about it. So he was like, what if I get it? and I eat most of it and I just let you have like a spoonful of it and I was like okay I'm I want to try it um so the waiter (laughs) came back and Mike ordered the bone marrow and uh it came and he ate most of it and I had a couple spoonfuls but I I felt bad because Mike's like this guy totally thinks that I'm a jerk like I'm ordering the appetizer that you so wanted and I'm eating it in front of you and you're not (laughs) like it's fine don't worry about it um but we had a little laugh over that Anyway, my meal there, I can't remember what I got, but I i think it was probably steak. I got steak at most places. It was pretty good. Um, but yeah, so we did lunch there and then again, continued on into the park. We saw a Beauty and the Beast sing-along. We saw, we went to the Star Wars rides. Uh, Mike is a big Star Wars fan. We went to a stunt double um, performance with Indiana Jones cast and like it was it was really cool to see all of these things and then we finished the night with like an animation projection on the the ride oh this is where Mike's ride uh he really enjoyed Mickey's Runaway Railroad (laughs) it was just like a little kid's ride but the song got wicked stuck in his head and he whistled it for the rest of the day it was fun um but so just like at like five o'clock six o'clock we went to this Star Wars themed bar that Mike really wanted to go to and I don't drink you know that about me but he um he was super excited about this and they name all of the drinks and foods and everything after the Star Wars movie I have not seen all of the movies so I don't totally get it but he was super excited about it and honestly like he gets behind the things that I love so I was really trying to get behind the things that they love that he loves so I went in there and instead of just like drinking water and not taking part in any way. I got a mocktail. It had the Minute Maid lemonade in it and pomegranate juice, but like, I was like, okay, I'll take a couple sips. I asked him before I ordered it. I was like, if I take a couple sips of this and I don't want the rest of it, will you have it? He's like, yeah, I'll finish it. So again, like we do what we can, what we, when we can. And I just, I tried to, to take part in what he was enjoying. And I got the drink. It was super sickening sweet. I could literally only take like two or three sips. And then we got the charcuterie board. The charcuterie board was actually pretty good. The cheeses and stuff were good. I have no idea. There was this one thing that I bit into that was like, oh my God, it was like a gummy thing. It was gross. I did not take another bite of that. But um, we left. So we were there for like 45 minutes. And when we left, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am allergic to aspartame. Aspartame is a fake sugar commonly found in diet sodas. It is a zero calorie sweetener. It's pretty much poison for any body that it goes into. Animals, humans, like anything. It's really bad for you. 
um, we shouldn't be drinking it. But a lot of people do on the daily. It's in every diet soda out there and all gums. Um, I actually, that's why I originally like stopped chewing gum. I used to chew gum all the time, but I stopped because it, I'm anaphylactic to it. So if I ingest aspartame, my throat closes and I can't breathe. So I bet you love where this story is going. I was in the middle of Hollywood Park in Disney, and I started to feel my throat closing the way that it did back in high school when I last drank diet soda. I was rushed to a hospital off of the bus that we were on on the way home from a youth rally in Ohio. I have no idea to this day what hospital I was in because I just like got whisked off the bus off of the highway in the middle of the night and we went to the ER and they gave me some kind of like steroids or something and it helped my throat release and it was just like a terrifying experience so ever since then diet soda gum do not enter my body so I didn't think like I didn't see diet on the menu in the thing that I ordered so I figured I was safe but we leave this bar and Mike's like ready to keep going. And I was sitting there breathing like, okay, don't overreact. Maybe this isn't that like, I don't know. Let's wait this out. So I told him, I was like, look, I don't know what's going on, but I have this feeling in my throat. I'm pretty sure I didn't eat aspartame. But if I did, I am nervous to just like keep going because I don't want my body to like go into dying. <laughs> it was really, really scary. I'm not going to lie. You're surrounded by this, these huge crowds of people and like, you don't know what's going. It was really scary. So he went back to the restaurant. You're we just like sitting outside the door and he went to one of the servers and was like, Hey, can you tell me what was in this? This is what we had. And they went and got the manager. They pulled out the recipe list behind this item that we ordered. I forget what it was even called. It was a drink a, a mocktail on the menu and um she showed me and the only thing that was in it was red 40 which now I'm terrified of red 40 because it clearly reacted like that was the only thing in it that I don't consume on the daily like sometimes I consume consume processed sugar like you can't always avoid it um sometimes I consume like certain things that were in there, but I didn't see any aspartame. So I was like, okay, at least that's not happening. But my body was reacting. I was guessing to the red 40 because it was the only like drastic thing that I never consume. So um, it was good to know that I wasn't dying from aspartame. But the lady that came and showed us the ingredients was like, okay, I know that like it didn't say anything diet, like you didn't think aspartame's in there, but Disney does wild stuff and includes ingredients to make something happen no matter what the ingredient is like they literally recreate stuff from movies and they just don't give a crap on what is in it so after that I was super scared and at this point I had been asking like hey is this made in canola oil is this like do you cook in canola oil can you cook it in butter instead and I kept doing that but to a lesser degree because now everywhere we went I had to tell them and I don't know if you know this about me too I'm allergic to spirulina. Spirulina is a type of seaweed commonly found in green powder mixes. Um, they, yeah, yeah, like any of those like cool colored like blue smoothie bowls you see, spirulina is often used. It can also be green, so it's used in like green powder mixes, like those green mixes that you like take to take all your veggies in one capsule. Spirulina is often in there. I figured this one out in college. It's a whole nother story for another time. 
I wound up puking on someone's front lawn, walking back to my dorm midday. It was very, very embarrassing. <laughs> so I don't like to relive that one. But I figured out that spirulina is something that reacts to my body like a neurotoxin, and I can't ingest it. So aspartame and spirulina are my legit allergies. And although my body, yeah, like it does not do well on canola oil, like I'm not going to die or have some kind of horrid reaction to it. My stomach's going to hurt and my face might break out. So I was kind of like weighing my options and I could tell that Mike was like, and he was so supportive, don't get me wrong. But now when we go out to eat, I'm saying, okay, canola oil and aspartame and spirulina. And I was like, okay, I'm going to not be so overwhelming when we go out to eat for the rest of this week and I'm just gonna like kind of play it as cool as I can. So going forward we had to tell them if I had an allergy like every restaurant that we went to Disney does a really good job of this they ask about your allergies and just to make sure that your experience is a positive one. So every waiter or waitress asked or even the host sometimes would ask like okay and do either of you have allergies and we'd have to say aspartame and spirulina because I was afraid now like I didn't know like, are they not going to disclose that they put aspartame in, like, the flourless chocolate tort that I order? Like, you wouldn't think so, but maybe, you know, because that's one of my favorite desserts. And if I do indulge in dessert, like, that's what I'm going to order. So, anyway, that's what happened on, that was Tuesday afternoon. So, it was a very eventful um, Monday and Tuesday between the storm after Epcot and the the aspartame scare on Tuesday. But the the evening wound up finishing up well, and we actually, so that was the night that we figured out all of the free transportation. So they have buses, a monorail, and a skyline that go around to all these different points in Disney, and you can literally, like, navigate it without needing an Uber, um, which we did more of as the week went on as we figured this out, but we hopped on the monorail from Hollywood and went and explored some of the resorts, because you're allowed to as, like, someone frequenting Disney, like anyone can go into these resorts and kind of like look around and, and take advantage of them. So we went to, we took the monorail, which was really cool. You're like flying over all of these things at night, like seeing all the lights. And, um, it's kind of like a ski gondola. Like, I don't know, like if you go to a downhill mountain and they have those enclosed box cubes, like if you're familiar with Whiteface, they have the gondola. It, it was just like that, but they had like Disney characters on the side of them instead. So we took that over to the Art of Animation Resort, and that's where we found, if you saw my story last night, we found the blanket that I got as my souvenir. Or I should say Mike, he actually bought it. But we both saw it and we were like, we love this blanket and we're going to buy it if, well, at first we decided that it was too expensive. <laughs> but then as the week went on, like we didn't buy a ton of souvenirs for ourselves. So we were like, okay, we'll get this blanket. But we didn't see it at any of the other gifts. A lot of the gift shops were redundant. Like they had a lot of the same things. So we thought that we would see it somewhere else, but we didn't. So we wound up going back and getting that blanket. Anyway, so that's what we did, and then we just got an Uber from there back to our hotel. So Wednesday was one of our days off. So we slept in. I Oh, Tuesday morning I did a little workout as well before I went, but Wednesday I actually slept in and didn't do a workout because, again, my energy levels were off. Like, I wasn't feeling great. I wore my castor oil pack every night, and that helped with my digestion staying on point, but, I mean... I can't avoid the fact that since I eat so clean at home and when I eat ingredients that I'm not used to, my body reacts. I felt inflamed. My face and my hands were a little puffy. Um, I was definitely bloated. Like, And okay, so this is where I'll start to introduce this topic that I want to bring into this. I was struggling with body image because 
one of my biggest triggers is when I don't feel good in my body, my body dysmorphia starts coming back. So I will admit that eating out so much and like having those triggers around me, I dealt with some ED brain and it was not super fun. (laughs) Um, Mike handled it really well. I felt like a burden that I was really struggling with this because I, again, I wish I didn't have to say this, but I have to. Um, It changes my mood and I'm not super proud of that. And it kind of points to the fact that I still have some work to do around resolving my relationship with food, not necessarily neutralizing foods. That's not what I'm saying because I don't think all food is created equal. However, resolving my relationship with food that I, you know, like, I don't know, I don't have that same mental state of when I'm not eating in alignment with the way that I feel best. So that is kind of when it started getting kind of like intense with that on Wednesday when we'd eaten out for two days now and like my body was just off from where it was normally but Wednesday we took the day to kind of relax I say kind of relax but it wound up being one of our longest days so Wednesday we actually um, we got up we chill like we just relaxed and then I made like a nice brunch and then we went to Disney Springs so this was our day to explore Disney Springs um We took an Uber for breakfast. We did eggs and beef and yogurt again. So some of the groceries that we had. And then we went to Disney Springs. So Disney Springs, if you've never been there, which I might be speaking to the choir, but it's this huge center of shopping and restaurants and like fine little boutiques. And it was super fun. I actually had been there before with my mom when we went to SeaWorld for my 21st birthday. My mom and I went to dinner at Disney Springs one night and little did I know we literally only had seen like a portion of it Disney Springs is huge mom and I had only done like literally like a block of it and there was probably a whole nother mile or two that we didn't even explore so Mike and I stopped into a bunch of shops we actually (laughs) so we wound up buying more souvenirs for other people than ourselves um and to justify that we are using them as Christmas gifts so We got people souvenirs, like our family and uh, close friends, we got souvenirs, but we're saving them as Christmas gifts so that we didn't go crazy over budget on this trip because, hey, we're going to spend on Christmas gifts. We were like, let's just put them towards this. So that's what we did with souvenirs. But this is where we found a lot of our souvenirs. Some of my favorite shops that we went to was the Christmas store. I bought us an ornament that I'm really excited for. It's like Mickey Mouse ears and like a, I don't even know how to explain it. You'll probably see it on my stories come Christmas so just stay tuned (laughs) but it's I really like it It has 2023 painted on it and just like a reminder of our trip because we're building out our ornament collection um we went to this tea and spice exchange and got some tea there this was when I think Mike was starting to feel under the weather on this day and this is when he wanted tea so he wanted the tea and I was like well it can't hurt me so I think I got like a I can't remember the name of the tea but it was really really good He got, I think, just like a green tea, but we walked around Disney Springs that day. The Lego store was wild. The things that they make out of Legos, I don't even know how it's possible. So many stores. There was a Lululemon, which of course I went in. I did not buy anything, but I love Lululemon. Um, We went into all the Star Wars stores for Mike. Um, Yeah, just kind of walked around 
found some cool things. There was a bowling alley restaurant that we just went in and bowled one game or one or two games before we had to head over to the restaurant that we had reservations at that night. So that was kind of just like an explore day. It was super fun. We still got a lot of steps in. It was really nice out. Um, It was fun to explore, but around, so we got there probably at like 11 and around like three, probably like four o'clock. We started headed towards, heading towards the parking lot where we could get an Uber over to the contemporary resort where we went to dinner that night. So the contemporary resort is on the monorail loop that connects to Magic Kingdom. So we were kind of in a different section. Um, So we did have to take an Uber for that. And then when we got to the contemporary resort, the restaurant, it had a dress code. So we had to change because like they don't allow like sandals and tank tops and all those things. So I just threw on um, actually a swimsuit cover up over my short, like my spandex shorts and tank top, which it worked. It, It was cute. And then this restaurant was on the top. What? Oh my God. Top floor. Rooftop. That's the word. It was on the rooftop of the Contemporary Resort. So an amazing view. And it was really cool. And the reason that we chose to go there over the other place that we were thinking of going on Wednesday was because if even no matter what time you ate at the Contemporary Resort, you could come back with your receipt for dinner and go back up for the fireworks that happened at Magic Kingdom because it was like right across the way and it was a really good view. So we did that. We ate at like five o'clock. It was a really awesome prefix menu. Our waiter's name he had a really Topher Topher was his name it was a very unique name he was super fun super nice they also were very accommodating to my (laughs) allergies and canola oil when I could it was a prefix menu so we did the um appetizer entree and dessert the dessert I was really stoked with their dessert so they had a flourless chocolate tort which of course like that's what I ordered um well we both got a dessert but we got one flourless chocolate port and then another option they had for dessert was a cheese board, which I thought that that was super awesome that they had an option that wasn't super sickening sweet. So we got the cheese board and the flourless chocolate cake and split it and it was delicious. Um, again, I was trying to battle ED the whole week saying like, you know what, this is, you're enjoying your week and don't worry about it. But it was, it was tough, but I tried my best and that dinner was really, really good. So something cool about that experience was Mike's family actually grew up in Florida. His mom grew up in Florida um, and so did he for a few years. And Mike's uncle actually played. So this restaurant that we were at was called the California Grill. It used to be called the Top of the World Restaurant. And there used to be a band that played there. And Mike's uncle used to play in the band. He played trombone in this band. And that is why Mike's family would be able to go to the park free of charge growing up. So Mike would go to like, they'd go to Magic Kingdom for birthdays and different events throughout the year. And they would go for free because his uncle played in this band. And they've recently like rebranded the restaurant and like, it's no longer top of the world. But that was a really cool thing that like we were eating at the restaurant that his uncle used to play trombone in because he's since passed. So um, I thought that was really cool that we were eating in a place that was kind of connected to his history. He really loved that. And so after dinner, we went and took the monorail around, explored the resorts that were on the monorail. We went to the Polynesian and hung out at the beach, then took the boat over to Magic Kingdom. Then we went back to Contemporary and 
watched the fireworks, and then we actually went over to the Grand Floridian, which was another resort attached to the monorail loop, and we swam in their pool. It was super fun. Um, just for like a couple minutes, like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes before heading out to the entry of the Grand Floridian and taking a bus. Okay, so this was a long day. So yeah, so after the fireworks, which happened at nine, we went back to explore the Grand Floridian Resort because we didn't have time before fireworks. That's where we swam. And then we took a bus from the Grand Floridian over to Disney Springs again, where we started in the morning and then took an Uber from Disney Springs back to the hotel because the Disney Springs Uber was like super cheap compared to the resorts. So that's why we did that. But we didn't get home till like 11, 11.30 that night because in order to get back to the Uber spot in Disney Springs, we had to walk through the Springs. And yeah, it was a long day. This is why we walked a total of 60 miles all week because <laughs> we walked a lot. It was super fun though. And it definitely helped in the movement to like help collaborate or help. Oh my gosh, what's the word? calibrate there we go <laughs> help calibrate my body in sync with like all the other like weird things going on so that was Wednesday it was intended to be a light day but it actually wound up being one of our, <laughs> our longest days and then Thursday we headed into our next park day so Thursday was our magic kingdom day I was so excited for this day because we had breakfast at Cinderella's castle which I'm gonna be frank it was a little bit of a disappointment on the food front I think that they like it's so exciting. And yes, we were in a room with like a bunch of children. There were other adults there like without kids, but um, I really wanted to do this. And we actually, so just a, a tip for Disney, if you're ever going, um, you can probably find reservations at a restaurant in the park day of, or like even the night before when people are canceling and like adjusting their plans. Because when we were looking at making reservations, we made all of these reservations like weeks in advance, but Cinderella's Castle was not open and available because it gets booked out. Like you can't book for 60 days before your trip. Um, and it gets booked out like that 60th day people are on there like getting a reservation for Cinderella's breakfast because it's so popular. Um, so I was bummed that we couldn't, but when the opening came up, I was like, oh, let's do it. So I was disappointed there because I feel like they used the fact that, oh, it's Cinderella's castle and you're eating with princesses. And like, <laughs> I feel like they leveraged the fact that it's such an experience to kind of like not try on the food. The food was just kind of like run of the mill, like the pastries that they, I mean, I'm not a pastry supporter in general, huge glucose spike there, but um, they were just like run of the mill pastries that you'd find on like those corner shelves in a grocery store like little debbies or whatever just in the shape of a mickey mouse head or like something like that so i i wasn't super impressed with the food there but it was really cool we got to meet cinderella and snow white and jasmine and um ariel and i got pictures with all of them i mean six-year-old me was going wild inside um but it was really cool and honestly like i kept telling mike like we're vetting all these experiences for when we want to bring our kids here like i'm glad we're doing this once before we have kids because now like we know like what to expect in each place if mike and i were to ever go back to disney without kids like we wouldn't go to Cinderella's castle again. It was a one of a kind experience, but they actually have this really cute boutique across the way from the castle called Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And little girls can go in there and get a transformation and like they do their hair, they put glitter in it and they can 
uh, they like pick out a dress and they get a wand and like they get all dressed up to go to breakfast or a meal with the princesses in the castle. So I thought that was super cute and something I totally will want to do with my daughter someday. But yeah, it's definitely geared towards the children and the food kind of lacks for the experience that they're bringing you. So anyway, we did go and it was super cool. But that's my thoughts on the Cinderella experience at breakfast. And then um, what happened next? So after that, oh yeah, so we just kind of like bopped around. The rides at Magic Kingdom are much more traditional theme park rides. Like the ones at Epcot are very digital based and have a lot of like technology experience involved. But Magic Kingdom is very like... <laughs> very traditional. Um, so like more merry-go-rounds, more of those like spinning rides for kids. And we didn't do a lot of the little kid ones, but this day I was really struggling with my energy. We went on this one ride called It's a Small World, and it was just like a slow boat ride around inside of a building that had like different scenes and sets that you rode through. And I was falling asleep, like actual falling asleep as we were going. So that, that was a struggle. Um, but we got through it. There were some cool pop-up parades that we went to. It did rain again that day, but we were able to find shelter easily for that one. Um, and then, oh, so this one, okay, I do want to mention one ride that we went on, Tron. Tron, I've never seen the movie, but they had a Tron roller coaster that you sat on like you were riding a bike, like a motorcycle. And it was so cool. Um, I felt kind of bad because there was a restriction for like, body type so like if you were too big you couldn't actually fit in the restraint for the ride to like keep you safe so we were seeing people um get turned away from the ride so that was sad for way more reasons than one but um the ride in itself was a super cool experience which I also shared a video of that on my story so you may have seen that but yeah that one was probably one of my favorites in Magic Kingdom and towards the evening that day feels like a blur. <laughs> what did we... Oh, so that was the night we went to the Beauty and the Beast um, be our guest experience for dinner. And I got to take a selfie with the Beast. And that actually, like, I enjoyed that one way more than the Cinderella Castle. <laughs> um, it was a prefix menu. So we got an entree, a dinner, and then a dessert. And the dessert was just fixed. Like, it was a trio, like a sample trio of whatever they gave you. But the entree, they had... I think I got the short ribs or something like that and then the um appetizer was french onion soup which we love so we had the french onion soup um after that what did we do at oh that was the night we had the fireworks so the fireworks that we had seen the night before at the contemporary resort from magic kingdom we actually watched in person at the magic kingdom castle like cinderella's castle outside the front um so that was really cool. I could have watched that every single night. I actually wanted to the last night, but Mike was like, no, like we should probably go back to the hotel. It's kind of late because the fireworks happened every night at closing. So it was nine o'clock at the park. So it was another long day. That was also the day that I actually, so this is fascinating to me and I, I haven't figured this one out, but I, so I told you like I was struggling with body image, struggling with like eating things that I wasn't used to. Um, I didn't have full control over my meals, which is like, stuff that I need to still work on and my energy was off but we went and got <laughs> we went and got ice cream that afternoon and I like I usually on trips like that like 
I get ice cream at least like once just like you know like we're on vacation and I got an ice cream sandwich which was like way more than I would normally eat of ice cream or sweets just because like they make me kind of nauseous now like if I eat too much of them and I ate this ice cream sandwich and I actually felt better than I did and I was like that's got to be the glucose but I felt better for like longer I don't know it was so weird and I think maybe I just like wasn't part of me wondered like am I not eating enough because we were walking so much I don't know but I found that fascinating um on Thursday that happened but that cookie sandwich I'm not gonna lie was so good we got ice cream on a place on like America USA like USA America I don't know Main Street (laughs) USA um just like in the main drag of Magic Kingdom and that was pretty fun but so after that we took the monorail no we walked so that was the night that at closing we walked over to the Grand Floridian and we took a bus back from the Grand Floridian to Disney Springs and we took an Uber back from there again because it was like super cheap to do that um so then the next day we went to Animal Kingdom now Animal Kingdom is further out and this day we did do breakfast at home again Um, So we were leveraging all those groceries that we got, Um, but we did go to Animal Kingdom. This one opened a little earlier, so we got there at like 8.15. They opened at 8, but they closed a little earlier too, so they closed at 7. We stayed until like 5 or 6. This was an earlier night, (laughs) Um, but by this day, Mike, Mike wasn't feeling great. He actually had a fever the night before, so I was surprised that he was okay. Like He was a trooper, but we were we were definitely like (laughs) low on energy and uh, vibrant health this trip. Like we weren't a hundred percent either of us. Um, I think he was fighting something a little bit, but he really pulled through and we went to animal kingdom. This actually, I think was my favorite park because of the animals. We got to see gorillas. I literally could have sat and watched the gorillas all day. We could have, we stood there for like 45 minutes watching these gorillas. I absolutely love them. They were right after the safari. We went on the safari experience they had. That was super fun. Some of the rides there were um, underwhelming, but I loved seeing the animals. My favorite ride there was the Avatar Take Flight ride, which I thought was funny because, I mean, my friend Sam and I have this ongoing joke that since high school, she's never gotten me to sit down and watch the full Avatar movie. Um, at first it started as like, no, like, I don't really think I want to watch that. But now it's become a joke that like, we don't think I'll ever watch it. But the ride was so cool. It was like you were riding the back of a banshee and like even the thing in between your legs that you were sitting on, like breathed like the animal. And it was so realistic. It felt like you were flying over this like ideal Caribbean world, like with ocean and tropics and oh my God, it was beautiful. It was amazing. That was my favorite by far. Um, and then the gorillas were super awesome. We did a lot of walking that day and that was the day Mike really enjoyed the roller coaster. That one was adventure Everest, Everest adventure or something like that. But there was, that one was super fun. So that was a good day. Um, but again, at this point we were super tired. We went to a late lunch at like two or three o'clock and that was like our meal for the day. We had He had a giant fish and I had spare ribs, best spare ribs, short ribs, whatever they were that I've ever had. I mean, I tried again to like eat as clean as possible, but (laughs) at one point I was like, all right, whatever. I can't, I can only do so much. 
So we, um, we had our meal there and then we had a couple more hours to walk around a couple more rides. And then we actually, this was the day that we took transportation over to the art of animation, grabbed that blanket because we were like, yeah, we definitely want that. And we headed back to the hotel. So we got back to the hotel at seven o'clock this night, which was like the earliest that we had gotten back yet during the week. And we, so we got back at seven, we got in bed at seven 30. We were out by like seven 45, eight o'clock. And we slept. Mike did not get out of bed the next day until like 10 or 11 o'clock. I did not wake up until not 8.30 or 9 the next morning, which like, again, if you know me, not like me. I'm usually up at like 5 or 6 a.m. ready to take on the day. So we were exhausted. We slept so much, but we both felt so much better after that. And Saturday was our last day to adventure. So we didn't have another park that day. We actually figured out this day to walk to Disney Springs. So we didn't even take an Uber this day. We walked to Disney Springs, got from Disney Springs over to Disney Boardwalk, where we explored that connects to like Epcot. And so we really did a lot of the exploring that like if we had a little kiddo, this would have been a lot on them. So I'm glad that we did this because now we like really know the place and we understand like the transportation and like the best times to go where and um, it was super fun to do that. So Saturday was just an exploration day. We went to the boardwalk. Um, towards the evening, we went to the Enchanted Rose, which was kind of like a bar snack thing at the Grand Floridian. And I, that's where I got my mocktail that was super good. It was aspartame free, which was amazing. Um, but we got a cheese board and a couple beverages. Mine were non-alcoholic. And um, then we went back to the hotel for our last night. So that was our week. It was very eventful. Sunday morning, I actually had realized that two of the most very important people to me had not gotten souvenirs yet. So we ran to Disney Springs that morning and then ran back. Um, so that was a good bit of mileage on Sunday, even the day that we flew home. Um, and then we made a nice brunch and cleaned up and got an Uber to the airport and flew home. We stopped at Whole Foods on the way home and grabbed dinner at an all-you-can-eat sushi place with Mike's mom and uh, then made it home. But yeah, that was our trip. It was very eventful. And honestly, if I like had to highlight my favorite best parts, like I said, the Avatar flight ride at Animal Kingdom, for sure. Fireworks at Magic Kingdom were just super inspirational. So those were definitely up there for me. And <laughs> this one doesn't even revolve around Disney but it was the sunshine being able to feel sunshine on my skin and feel hot and warm in September was so nice because when we got home like it's now in the 60s it's cool it's it's chilly it's turning into fall so the sunshine was definitely one of my top three things as well um least favorite parts challenges um eating out so much and dealing with ED brain that was no fun and definitely highlights work I need to do the Rocky simulator that we did on Monday night at Epcot before that crazy storm. Not a big fan. I wouldn't do it again. And I hated having to buy water. It literally felt so stupid that I was buying water because, and you're going to think I'm even more stupid when I tell you this, but it was $11.50 to buy two smart waters at a time. And I did it like three or four times because I just value good water that much, but it was ridiculous. So I totally could have prepared for that better. So this is a note to myself for next time to bring a purified water bottle um, and honestly, like best advice is, oh, I didn't even mention this. This is in my notes. I'm glad that I put this in there. 
some of my best advice for this, if you're ever going to do a trip to Disney specifically for this advice, the lightning line. So this was an option that we could pay for on the app. It was like $10, $15 per person each day. And it allowed you to skip the lines. So there were wait times of like 80, 90 minutes for some of these rides that we went on that we just literally walked to the front of the line because of the lightning line. It's so worth it. Time is money. And literally, we wouldn't have even been able to do everything that we did. We got through every ride, except for like the little kiddo ones. We did every ride at each park that we wanted to do because of the lightning line. So if you're going, I highly suggest hitting up that lightning line. Um, advice number two, wear sneakers. We were thinking about wearing Burks one day and we are so glad that we didn't because our feet would have died. Um, and also like get to know the free transportation because we also could have saved so much on Uber if we had mapped out our hotel a little bit better, gotten one closer to the Springs because then we could have walked to the free transportation and then gone from there. Like we could have saved so much money. I mean, we still saved so much money because, like staying at the resorts are more. So like we stayed at a Hilton um, outside or a Homewood Suites outside to save money on the lodging, but we could have saved even more if we had like finagled it so that we didn't have to pay for so many Ubers. So um, yeah, that would be my best advice for Disney in general. My best advice for like trips in general, plan ahead, do your research Make sure that you're doing the best that you can for your trips because honestly, like, I'm not one for, like, spontaneous is fun, but also, like, when you're going away on a trip like that, I want to feel good. I don't know about you. Like, this one, I would say I give us, like, a 6 out of 10 <laughs> for keeping our feel-good vibes up because Mike was under the weather. I wasn't feeling great with my energy and my ED brain. Like, I think I could have done better, but it's hard going into a new place and, um, navigating it all so new at the same time as like trying to stay true to to your routine. So, and again, it's vacation. So you're not always going to be able to do that. But I'm the type of person that when I go on vacation, I want to feel great because I want to remember feeling great on my experience. Not like, yeah, don't get me wrong. It was super fun, but I would be, it would be wrong of me to paint it as like, oh my God, it was perfect and amazing when I know that I struggled so much with, with that. So um, last thing I want to talk about, though, is how we healthified it, because that's the whole point of this, like navigating Disney from a healthy human <laughs> perspective. Um, so one, one of the biggest things that we did that did help was having healthy snacks to go to. So even though we did eat out each day or not, we didn't eat out on Saturday or Sunday, but we ate out most of the days. So in between those, making sure that you have healthy snacks to fuel with. We had carnivore crisps, which if you want to order some, I highly suggest they're real meat and real salt. Amazing, simple, real. That's it. Um, my code holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, will get you 10% off their crisps and flowers and all their goodness. But carnivore crisps, I stocked up on and I didn't get that box for free. I literally went and invested in their brand for this trip specifically because I didn't want to be using like the stuff that I use for reels and stuff on our trip. I went and invested in that because I see it as worth it. So carnivore crisps, carnivore bars. Um, I don't have a code for them, but I totally love them. I'm not <laughs> at all like sponsored or anything. I just, I love their carnivore bars. They're super filling and super nutritious. So I had those in the backpack and I also had dried fruit in the backpack, just like organic dried fruit, no oils, anything crap. So I had good things to lean on when we needed snacks. So that's a really good way to healthify any trip. 
make sure that you plan ahead and have some good snacks so that you're not always having to look at stands and places to buy something, you know? Like, plan ahead for that. Easy something that you can do. Um, book a hotel with a kitchen. Try to stay in an Airbnb. Like, stay somewhere that you can cook for yourself. Because, again, we ate out a lot, but the meals that we were able to eat in, I was able to make real good food that our bodies feel nourished with. And that isn't something that you can always do if you just stay in a hotel that has a microwave. Microwaves are crap anyway. But if you stay in a hotel with, like, just a fridge and a microwave, you're limited at what you can do. And it's harder. And you're more likely to then be like, you know what, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go eat out. So, yeah, booking a hotel that's conducive to... uh, your goals. What are you trying to do here? Um, we did, so this kind of ties into the whole kitchen thing. We hauled, we did a Whole Foods haul the Sunday before flying in and made sure to have some healthy staples there for meals. Cause again, like you're going to reach when you're hungry and you're starving and you just want food, you're going to reach for what's there. So make sure that you have the good things around you. So we did a Whole Foods haul on Sunday before we landed Um, We walked as much as we could. As soon as we figured out that we could go to Disney Springs by foot, we walked. It was awesome. We did, again, 60 miles in one week. That's a lot of miles. So walk as much as you can. Walking is a really good form of exercise, but not just exercise. It helps regulate so many things. If you just get up and walk a little bit after a meal, it helps regulate blood sugar, and it's really good for you. So I am glad that we walked as much as we did, and I'd highly recommend that when you are going on a trip like this, maybe Disney, maybe not, that you walk. Try to walk. Um, And rest. So even though we did go crazy all day, like it was a long day, we prioritized rest. We made sure that we were in bed as soon as we got home, lights out, sleeping. Um, I brought my mouth tape with me. I brought my uh, castor oil pack with me. I really tried to keep my sleep routine as natural as possible so that my body would feel a little bit regulated being away from home and out of routine. Um, Now, this one gets more into the financial health of things. We repurposed souvenirs as Christmas gifts. And I know that souvenirs can add up and you're like, no, I really want to give it to them when I get back. But Christmas is around the corner. It's literally in like two, three months. And It's money that we're going to be spending on gifts anyway, so in order to stay a little bit more on budget, we were like, you know what, we're just going to repurpose all of these souvenirs as Christmas gifts. So that was really helpful, and we've kind of set that idea going forward that like, if we go on a trip late fall or whatever, we're just going to keep those souvenirs that we get for people as gifts, because it can help, you know, like... It's, it's expensive to do souvenirs and gifts at Christmas, and then when you get into the habit of doing one or both or, like, people then expect that. So we told everyone, we're like, we got you something, but you're going to wait till Christmas. Um, and another thing that, that we did to kind of, like, healthify this was to use our rest days not as, like, sit and do nothing, which like that has a time and place, but we kept moving and we perused resorts for future visits with our family. Um, instead of spending on another ticket, which that's part of the financial health of things, which that's part of living in alignment, financial wellness, all those things are part of living in alignment. So instead of spending on another ticket, we went and did the free things. We didn't need to spend another hundred, $200 on tickets for the days that we had off. Um, And we got some steps in on those days. So it was super fun to do those things. And despite the little hiccups that happened here and there, it was a really great trip. It was so fun to be away with Mike. I just love him. (laughs) 
I feel like that's no secret. He's just amazing. He's fun to travel with. He's adventurous. And I am super grateful that we had the opportunity to do this. So we are now getting back into the rhythm of things. We got our king bed. We traded out. We sold our queen bed just before leaving and slept on the couch a couple nights before leaving for our trip. And our king bed came while we were away. And so we have the mattress. The frame isn't here yet, but the mattress is set up and we've been loving it. It's gigantic. There's enough room for us all to like spread out. And when I say us all, I mean Loyo too. He has his own island in the middle of the bed. Um, but I finally invested in a 100% organic mattress and I'm super excited about that. So we're getting in back into the swing of things, getting our apartment all reset with this new bed and getting back into the rhythm of work for the fall and I'm recalibrating yoga schedule for the fall and my holy you course kicks off in October so registration is going on for that so there's a lot of exciting things happening and I'm just super grateful to have such an amazing trip to recap even though there were learning things along the way pains that happen challenges um we learned from them so I hope that this podcast wasn't just boring listening to me talk I hope you found something out of it but that was our Disney recap and I look forward to having more exciting podcasts coming up this fall. Let me know if you want to hear a certain topic, if you want me to expand on something more, if you want a certain guest on, because this podcast is for you. So I am going to hop off and go ride the Peloton before Hit and a client and yoga this evening. But thanks for listening. Make sure you drop that rating for the podcast, five stars, and Tag me in the stories when you listen to this and let me know your biggest takeaway. I always love to see people engaging with the content. So thanks so much. See all of the links to my community, all the ways that you can get involved in the show description here and share with anyone who you think this might help. Maybe someone's going to Disney in your life sometime soon. Give this over to them. Maybe they can give it a listen and find something helpful in it. So thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day and I'll talk soon. Whoa.